Welcome back to Girl Wide Podcast. I'm Terry. And I'm Vanessa. So as you know, we've been on a 90-day fiancé kick, and this week we have everyone's favorite couple, David and Annie, from season Aww. five. <laughs> Welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. We Thank really you. appreciate it. Um, you know, when people say favorite couple, it's very humbling to hear that because I don't look at it that way. We're just everyday people who happen to be on TV right now. So it's... <laughs> It's probably right. a little weird, right? All of America is considering you the favorite couple right now. It's got to be a weird well, feeling. Appreciate that. Better than the worst couple. <laughs> that is true, girl. <laughs> I take it. Like, yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. We, we really are so humbled by everyone that has talked to us, come up to us. It has been an amazing experience sharing our journey. And uh, I feel like we're a big part of the 90 Day family and not just the cast members, but Everybody who's involved in it, whether it's production, cast, fans of the show, uh, the media, news, yeah, the news, cover, the podcast, everybody. Yeah. We feel like we're one giant family, especially with this year. Yeah, exactly. And it's awesome to hear that you guys are having such a positive experience um, because you're putting your life out there. You're putting all of it out there for America to judge you. And obviously, people are very judgy so that's awesome to hear yeah. <laughs> right who who would have thought i know I'm, my sister my mom my dad are probably ones that judge me the most i would say you know? well now you got everybody judging you exactly but you guys are doing something right well we're happy with us i think the most important thing that and especially this year has proven that if two people stick together nothing bad can happen exactly i love that I love that. So a little bio for those who are listening. David is 48. He met Annie, 24, in Thailand after deciding yeah, to turn his life. I wish I was still 48. Yeah, I'll be just still 24. <laughs> well, my, yeah, I get older and my body kind of like a beaker, beaker, beaker. <laughs> like a ball. Welcome to America. Yeah. Wait, how old are you now? 26? <laughs> Guess what? 27, gonna be 28 in November. November's Same age as Terry. Yeah, you're my age. And I'm trying I'm to hold, I wish I could hold it to catch up to me, but <laughs> I'm 52 now. Well, we don't have to call 2020. Yeah, well, 20 is everybody's a year younger. We're not gonna count 2020. That's, oh, I know. Yeah. This year's been rough. I, I, I'm ashamed to be 27 in this year because I feel like I have done nothing except sit on this couch right here. And you know what? The right that is accomplishing something this year, and we everybody appreciates. Yes, still in my pajamas. <laughs> yes, our daytime pajamas and our nighttime pajamas. Yes. You know? That's all I fold. We're it's with you. Like it's just you're like you said, your daytime, your nighttime pajamas. That's it. Yes. We took my dad out. We were in Kentucky recently to visit my mom in West Virginia. My dad in um, Kentucky and the kids and grandkids. We took my dad out to celebrate his 80th birthday, which is actually in October. Mm -hmm. And it was like the third time I put on jeans in six months. Thank God they still fit. I was going to ask, um, how'd that go, David? Because I'm scared. <laughs> uh, is, the scariest thing is when you put one leg in and you're, God forbid, when you know that feeling, when you put one leg in the other and you're like, is this going to be too tight as you get to the midsection? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because jeans are not stretchy. I mean, it's not no, like sir. all the dramas we know. Yeah, it's horrible but, when you ask that. Uh, <laughs> and then you got the Annie over there cooking. Thin. All year long, you're like, wow, I feel like I've lost weight. You're like, no, it's just your pajamas have stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> so sad, but so true. 
You can get like a fraternity lap band. Like that the pregnant women wear, so you don't have to button your pants all the way. Well, that'll be all of us in 2021. I I feel like I'm like two years pregnant right now. David, it's all of us, okay? Because we're all in the same boat, you know, like you said, pajamas for the daytime, pajamas for their nighttime. And unfortunately, they just keep on stretching, so. Yes. We're all in the same boat and it feels like the Titanic, but that's all right. (laughs) Seriously. It'll, It'll end eventually. It will. We are positive. You know, we, we say that to everybody with, with positive thinking does create positive outcomes. And we will beat this pandemic. I believe it. I totally agree with you. Now, let me ask you a question, David. Take us back to the time when you first met Annie in Thailand. How did that whole situation, I know you kind of said it before, but kind of give us just the quick little sure. backstory. Well, you know, I was working in China at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had restarted my life when I went to Thailand. I was teaching there first at a uh, university and then at an international high school. I opted to take a position in China because it paid more. Mm-hmm. And on one of the holidays, my friends in Thailand said, come on back instead of, because I was going to go to Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia, because okay. only a three hour flight. And they say, oh, come back, because I talked with friends there. So I went back and I was going to get, change my return ticket. And there's a travel agency that I know a friend of mine has. And it's all these bars that are outside. And when somebody's birthday, they have karaoke. Okay. And he was going to get a ticket to fly back home she was an open art travel agent, so having a birthday party, everybody does karaoke. So I heard her singing. It's like a very common when you are in the mm-hmm. island and have a lot of thousands of bars and karaoke and uh, people gathering, sitting around, jump on the beach. And, you know, it's cool. kind of like everywhere else. It's so like I'm a big party. just having fun and holiday visit my aunt who uh, live in uh, Pattaya, you know, her family, they live there for. 20, 30 years, so you know, we see them. Uh, yeah, I take the break from, uh, I was working in the front reception mm-hmm. of the hotel, so I take the break from it, it's gonna go back to my hometown, sitting there, have a drink, you know, try to have fun, enjoying singing karaoke, it's always fun, you know, I love yeah. to do anything fun. I love yeah. singing, it was the voice of an angel. Aww. <laughs> I love you it. So did you just go up and approach her kind of thing? Yeah, I said, can I buy you a drink? And of course, of course. The food was... like a free drink. <laughs> I'm with you, girlfriend. Same. Tell <laughs> me about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you want one more hot Of course. Kim Jong Un could have bought a drink. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. You offer me to buy a drink. It is very common sitting there. You know, in, you know, I don't have that smart money. It's always good. You don't have to open my wallet. <laughs> I like it. Now, were you attracted to David immediately when you first met him? When he bought you that drink, or was it just kind of like? Just well, this guy buy me a drink at a karaoke No, party. you're not going to fall in love with the guy who just buy your one drink. I don't think so. Yeah, so we start talking, and then I feel like I, this guy, he is very global knowledge. He's okay. known everything. He know every capital in this planet. All of the country, you know what's the name, you know where is it, you know how to wear it, you know everything. He so knows my well culture rounded. more than me. He <laughs> know my culture more than me. Wow. And we start talking, ask him, uh, where are you, uh, what are you doing here? 
what do you work? You know, it's really common conversation. And yeah, he said, credit for it, thank God. No, no, <laughs> we don't need credit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of like when after we talking, he's saying he was working in China and will be in China. So I, 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 I say, oh, oh, I would be happy if uh, you want me to join you or visit you in China sometime. And uh, what's after that you offer me to visit you? Yeah. Yeah. So I was going because I changed my ticket to go back. So I had um, a friend of mine help book, and she went and got her visa, the Chinese visa in Bangkok. Mm -hmm. And the funny part, before uh, I went to a uh, airport with him, right, to say goodbye, mm -hmm. and uh, he handed me a five thousand baht. He's. <laughs> I thought this was for me. I'm so happy. He said, "Can you please put in my bank?" I go. And uh, he said, I hope I can trust you. Of course you do. And you, you know, know. You, you never know because we barely know each other. We spent a uh, week with yeah. each other. Yes, yeah, like yeah, so uh, I went to the, uh, the, the ATM machine and put money back to him right away before he even get in the plan because, you know, they did the trust and I don't want to, to, to steal his money. <laughs> That's, I was going to say, David, because you didn't know her. Yeah. I was a teacher, so I was yeah. Like so I mean, yeah. If you want, uh, you know. yeah. If you want uh, to put in his bank, yeah, I, I will do that. No, no shot, no service charge. So. I still have my Bangkok bank when I talked there. So I had some things because I hadn't lived in America in five years. So I had some of my automatic bills come out of that debit card because it's a Visa card. Where in China they don't use Visa yeah. and Mastercard for banking; they use Union Pay. Okay. Now it's accepted globally, but it's not so easy to use. Getting money out of China is very hard when you work there. So that's another story I can explain. But in my life, I've traveled or worked in 64 countries. Oh my goodness, um, wow. My master's is hospital administration from the University of Kentucky. I used to work in with Sing Health. I did some work with Hong Kong Health Authority and recruited nurses out of the Philippines in the early 2000s. Um, which is why I have an extensive background of travel. Yes, so that's awesome. After, uh, yeah, after uh, Friday, I got my visa and we visit him in China. We live together for eight months. Yeah. And every time, every end of month, I have to come back to Thailand and renew, redo my visa. Chinese because, visa. Yeah, Chinese visa. So I live with him. Mm. Uh, oh, why? You phone. <laughs> it, why? It's all his vibrate. Why you put it here? <laughs> yeah, almost. So, uh, yeah, uh, I was living with uh, David uh, in China. So, how I fall in love with him, I think it's because when we were together in China, we spent our life together, spent time, just two mm -hmm. of us. Yeah. You know, no family come uh, to uh, our business to mm -hmm. try to uh, break us up. Right. You know, and we have we spend a lot of time together. I see uh, the side I don't like about David, and I see the side what I do love about David. And I think I know this guy, and I can accept the the thing I don't like, and mm -hmm. I do love him more the thing I like about him. And for about ten days, we walk uh to the street, and mm -hmm. he just say, you know, we we uh we should got engaged. Did you take him seriously when he said that just like so quickly? Or did you think he was like, hey, we should get married one day kind of thing? Uh, no, I don't know. I never have a wedding dream. 
So I just say yes. And then I pick up my own ring <laughs> on the side of street box. It's had 20 cents. Yeah, it's like 10 RMB, like a dollar or something. Yeah, dollar. The dollar <laughs> ring. And I put in my own hand and I say, this is my ring. And Aww. I wear that. They're wearing, wearing until today. I still keep it in the box. Oh, that's so cute. So one question. You said you caught my attention when you said that you were 90% in love. Is that that's now a like... Lot. <laughs> you know, that's a lot. How much you can give the guys? You even know you know him, but you you gonna stay hundred percent, thousand percent. What's about if you fell? Will your heart broken? You have to save ten percent for your heart. I like you have that. Ten percent for yourself. You have to love yourself. That's very honest. Advice. That's a lot. Very Asan, honest. Like fifty five percent. I love it, girl. That is some good woman advice. That's a lot. Ninety percent. Oh, today of that. Now it's only eighty percent. Oh, oh God! No. <laughs> David, you're in trouble. Now another question. This kind of is for both of you, so you guys can both answer. Sure. Um, obviously, we've watched you guys on your show, and we all ha have known and we've seen that people have said. In the beginning, it was a little rough. I mean, you guys had your rough oh, yeah. period between Very. coming to America, which I would imagine for Annie, that in itself, the culture shock is totally different. And then and living with well. Chris, right? Living with Chris and Nikki, then moving to Kentucky. I mean, that's a lot. So how did you guys get through that time? And what advice do you have for other couples? Not couples that are on 90 Day, just in general. Yeah, I mean, it was tough because I, I gave up a very... Good job. Good job in China. Annie, 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 yeah, Annie was accepted to Weifang University, so it was taking a I risk. Yeah, it was just kind of, all right, we're moving to the U.S. It's kind of like when you say, right, it's time to move into the U.S. We have to film the show. 90 Day Fiance, we move there, we have to get married in 90 Day. I just do, you know, I very trust him. He is my leader. Yeah. He is my lead. Right? Mm. Yeah, he is my lead. So mm. I will follow him whatever wherever he took me to because i put my trust on him because when i say yes i will do marry you i would do love to spend my life with you i put the trust and that's what relationships are about i mean it's and it was very tough for me to reacclimate back to the u.s i had been gone for a long time working i was not established here if anybody thinks they can go overseas for five years come back and you don't have a home you don't have a car here you don't need to have banking here because you don't live here right i mean so you're starting my, to scratch in my home. airline accounts my frequent flyer is still overseas right um so it's i really consider thailand my home but it's i miss living there i i absolutely miss I was, me missing living in thailand more than me yes interesting oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, he tried to get him salary for sending him got to China. I was there trying to get, get to the U.S. <laughs> get deported. <laughs> I've been trying to deport myself. But now's not the time because we are very successful in what we're doing and where we're living. Yes. And we've come a long way. And, you know, I think you, going back to your question of what advice would we give any couple, not just 90 day, mm -hmm. um, learn each other's culture because even in america we all have different cultures yeah. different backgrounds different beliefs yeah yep. so it is important to understand and the boundaries that each person has because everybody has boundaries pet peeves whether it's leaving a toilet seat or up as something <laughs> as juvenile as that or so juvenile for 
until somebody sits down, it's not so juvenile, but Correct. you know, or just in how you <laughs> interact with each other and friends. That's why we truly believe. And I say this with a thousand percent belief that if two people do stick together, Nothing bad happened. Yeah, no. So because when we are living in a fire house, also the store unit, mm -hmm. not be done happy because we happy with each other, right. but because all the situation bring up down to mm -hmm. that point. So what's what what are you gonna do? I have to learn how to live with that. Yeah, I have to learn. You know, it doesn't bother me. It is bother me, but doesn't bother me enough. To the, it, it, it doesn't hurt me enough to break up with my husband. Right. Because, you know, we have very strong relationship. You know, I grow up in Thailand, in the rural area, in the farm. You know, I make it through the, my farm. I make it through the firehouse in the United States. I make it through the store unit in the United States. I will make it through anywhere. And we yes, have. Yes, you will, girl. And yes. yes. And that's because... You know, when she says you lead, that doesn't mean I'm the head of the house. That's not what it means. It means I have the experience but of knowledge. Yes, you have experience more than me. You have knowledge more than me. But the head of the house is going to be me. Because <laughs> I cook, I clean, I do everything in the house. Your money is my money. My money is my money. Well, you know what they say, Annie? Um, I don't know if you've ever heard this thing, and I'm probably not going to say it totally correct. But women are the neck of the man because then you can move the head yes. in any direction that you want yes. There's more the neck and you point him in any way that you need to and, and i totally get what you're saying not because yes. he's the man or he's older whatever i understand yes. he's leading you because yes he's a little more knowledgeable i mean i would expect yes. that if i were coming to any country whether it was america or if i was yes. going to absolutely America, so yes. i don't judge you by saying that at all. actually I totally no, and, yes. and there's nothing wrong that people establish their relationship where yeah. like andre and elizabeth if they're happy with it i'm happy for them Correct. Yes. it's not for me that's not how i want to have a relationship but for me but i respect them for it and it works for them absolutely it does absolutely you know and that's ultimately the relationship does come down to two people and that's where yeah. we talk about that bond because you will have friends that will try to break you up. You will have family members that will. And the thing is when two people can get through anything, it's when that third party or more tried to put a wedge in. Well, guess what your husband said to my husband about you, Les? When you start doing that, you're done. And you guys had some of that with your children, David. They weren't on board right away. Even Chris and Nikki, I think they tried to be supportive, but I think in some ways, you know, they kind of maybe not put a, tried to put a wedge and I don't think they did it intentionally with malintention, not the vibe I got. No, 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 no. But I could see how, you know, all those things can put strain on any relationship and Absolutely. you're filming it on top of all of that. Uh, and it was, and, and not being acclimated. And from the time I left my job in China, there was a delay in getting her visa. Mm -hmm. Remember we filed, it was a nine month delay. Yes. So we had a delay from the time I left my job till I came back here. I couldn't come back because we were still sorting out the paperwork because we were living in China, all the paperwork had to be done in Thailand. Wow. Single certificate, yeah. medical certificate, a police background check. And she lives in a rural area where they're not used to. Um, a good example is when we changed her last name to Toborowski, it took two trips to Thailand to get yes. it done. They couldn't do it at the embassy. Yes. Wow. We had to take the paper or marriage license from Louisville, take it to the capital in Frankfurt, have the Secretary of State authentic it, and then go to Washington, D.C., yes. to the State Department have the State Department authenticate it, 
have it translated into Thai, have it stamped, took it to the Thai embassy in LA. They had it authenticated, then went to the Thai foreign ministry in Bangkok. Oh my goodness. They had to stamp it. Then we took it back to her village, the district office, and then we even had to find a witness because I had to get permission for her to take my last name. And in the translation, how to spell it. That's so crazy. Like here in America, Annie, we complain because like I got married three years ago and in comparison to hearing that, all I had to do was bring my couple papers to Social right. Security, DMV, and I was basically done and make a couple phone calls. So that's- we've been married in Thailand, it would have been as easy as that. Very easy, take your yeah. five minutes, get yeah. everything Yeah, done. we should have just said we're getting married at the village office today. It would have cost me $6, they would have stamped, changed your name, got a new ID at the same time. Hindsight. But because we did it the right way, because I did, if we got married over there, it could avoid her green card because wow. then we would have been lying. So we didn't want to lie yeah. because if you lie on a green card application, that could be an eight year jail sentence. So you don't risk that when around. you're dealing yeah. with So you just do it the right way. There's no shortcut. Yeah, smart. I, I agree with that. Um, what else do we have here? We have so many questions uh, for you guys. We have so a, yeah, we got us. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm this, this sorry question we is, a bit. <laughs> this question is for Annie. So we hear a lot about boom, boom time. How was David at Boom Boom Time? David, Boom Boom Time, since we met until today, everything's still doing good. Good, I okay. like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing changed. Even though we have a lot of work to do, a cooking stuff, blah, 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 selling uh, the apron. I have a lot of order, but I, I cannot take too much because it takes me a long time to do so. But we still have a Boom Boom Time with each other. Come to United States. They have more too. They have more sexy outfit. They have more some new stuff I haven't seen in my life. I would love to try. And David also support me on that. So Aww. we went to the big stores very often. Just get something fresh and new. I love it, girl. <laughs> they give a marriage discount 10%. So I get my veterans discount. Oh. I like it. I like it. That, <laughs> you that was know, you say it's really big of the couple Mally. So I know a lot of people when you marry a long time, you kind of get bored like a, oh, this all the same position, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why we always like to try something new. Let's try some helicopter style. Let's try some I love photo style. Let's go to the adult shop, see some meals. So you're keeping it fresh, Annie. Yeah, it's like a fresh, fresh, fresh. Yes, girl. You have to be able to spring me around. That's why you have to stretch first, because at my age, if you don't, you'll walk like Big Ed or myself. We're going to see you roll out in a stretcher. There goes David after Thank God for the pain management doctor and a chiropractor. All right, take it easy, What am I... One of my favorite uh, moments from your season was you guys at the sex shop. So you have nothing like that in Thailand where it's just like... It's illegal. Yeah, That's what I thought. Uh, you know what? Uh, a lot of people, young generation, uh, when uh, they put the sex toy, the fake dick, right? Uh, still <laughs> on the street side. And then the police come you take them to jail and then the one of a woman screaming was like why do you take them to jail the dick in my body is i put in my pussy not anybody else pussy why you take them oh to my jail? god have this oh, because they kind of agree that no 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 it's illegal over there 
That is well, too funny. You see a male-dominated society is like, no, no vibrators. Or they're not going to need them. Yeah, that's self-preservation right there. Yeah, you're, you're Jenny. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the law doesn't make sense, right? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, th I think that Annie's genuine reaction to a sex store in America, like that, like it, it was so like that honest, so priceless. My arm is longer than the arm. My arm. I say, who used that? Yes, girl. That's for my water buffalo. Yep, and they have them like you said in the show. All the colors, everything. Pink, oh yeah, purple, everything. Red, yellow. That's how we teach our kids colors. <laughs> Too, too funny. So, can we ex vibrators? Even you know, they even have a fake uh, pussy. So, uh, who uses a fake pussy? They, uh, they say, well, in America, we use it. So, all right, I, I respect that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, can we expect it? A baby from all this boom boom time. Are you two gonna well, start a family of your own? He he built a wall. Yeah, I I because I, I have a vasectomy, so yes, oh. I still have sperm, but they can't get out. So yeah. they've been uh, like a great wall, yeah. oh. a great wall of baby. So I would have, I know we've looked at the vasectomy reversal, uh, and it's oh, great. Maybe, uh, go to the no sperm. Where they donate sperm, the sperm bank. Mm. Oh, <laughs> would you would you guys consider <laughs> that? United campaign effort. That is crazy. So would you consider that, Annie? What's that? Would you consider the sperm bank then as an option? Um, probably not. You don't? No. David said we'll no. Talk about one of those things we're just we're still discussing. Stay tuned for more information on that one. We'd love to see a little uh, boom boom baby, but we totally boom boom. <laughs> it's gonna be so cute. Yes, it will. Hopefully, as long as it has your hair, yes. <laughs> so, David, this question is for you. When we when I did my hair transplant, and you know we were learning about it, we go in there, and you know I'm like, does it have to be your own hair? You know, because that's come from your own donor, and he said, no, you it has to be from your own because. She's like, well, I can help. Absolutely. And uh, what did you say to the doctor? I say I can donate my pussy hair. Put oh. in hair. <laughs> it's grow very fast and come very straight and thick. Doctor look at me and he said, oh, unfortunately, we cannot do that. I said, oh, it's okay. Just keep my offer. <laughs> well, at least you offered. Yeah, pussy hair is easier. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. We, we know you got a good one, David. At least she offered for that mock subscription that Gillette of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Annie, you're yelling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, David, I have a question for you. Fans want to know: Was the diary paid off yet? Oh Lord, yes, long time ago. Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> long time ago. So yes, the dowry has paid off. We have. We've done very well by the grace of God by sticking together and working. We've been yeah. very successful. Yeah, right now I help my uh, friend and review, uh, not review, but uh, put the group, you know, around the house and also change a new roof in uh, my kitchen because it's very old. And yeah, we do help. Um, you know, that's why I work very hard because I want extra money 
you know, girl. for my talent in the cooking. Like today, after the interview, I have to run to the store to get the cooking because we have a cooking party. And also, I uh, have a ten apron to do to sell for people because I I I, I open and order it. It's, I already called this because uh, I open only ten apron one time. Cannot do too much. So are you, you know, selling your aprons online? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. A lot of people have asked, but uh, I cannot do too much because one is it takes me really long time to do. And also if my machine broken down, I have to spend an hour to fix it myself. Right. So I open only every time is 10 order and then I send it out, finish it. And when I have like a, a week free time, so I will open order again, something like that. We'll have to keep an eye on that because my cousin, actually a lot of my cousins, like you guys are their favorite. And when I told them that we were having you guys, they were like freaking out. Uh, One of my cousins wanted to ask, wanted me to ask you, and I guess I'll just jump into that really quick, Annie. Are you going to ever do a cookbook? Working on it. Oh my God, a lot of people ask. A lot. It's going to be in my idea what my cookbook is going to be on. I would love to show four parts of Thailand. Thailand have a four big different part and every part uh, have their own culture, traditional food, and also the traditional uh, money. Yeah. It's very big different. Let me put it this way, stay tuned on that, we're working on it and there'll be more yeah. information soon. That's awesome and I'm sure she'll Thank be glad you. to know she's, she yeah. loves to cook and um, so she was a super, she's like, you have to ask her if she's going to have a cook. A lot of cooking classes for people through Zoom yeah. and in person, yeah. cookingwithdna.com. Okay, I'm going to let her know. Yeah, we, we've done many. We've done them with other celebrities. We've done them with families that are, instead of going out for birthday dinners, they're cooking online Zoom and Tonight That's we're fun. actually going to the house for a family to teach them some pad thai and just stuff like that. Oh, I'd actually like to join one of those. That actually sounds like a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, That's yeah. like a cool so date. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, that could be like I a cool date night, like if you do with like other couples and they're cooking. Exactly. I, I, that's yeah. actually really, I like yeah. that. And, and it is. It's fun for us. It's fun for them. And it's it's still being safe during the pandemic. Yes. Especially through Zoom. Yeah. Um, except you have to wear pants when you're cooking because you're walking around. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an old and you just throw your top on, you know? <laughs> so That's speaking right. of, the, of the dowry, one thing that I'm wondering is you had a male and female water buffalo. Did they ever have a baby? Two. Two. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Congrats Whoa. to your family. That's awesome. Our buffalo took after us. They like to boom boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. boom boom. Yes, and after this year, they're going to have every year is more two and two and two and get which more is, because uh, that's good. Yeah. Which is great for your family, right? Yeah. It is. And how we've helped her family, not just sending money, but what Annie has done is like they had them dig the, dig the, pond. Dig the pond to go down yeah. to the water table, creating a gigantic pond and stocking with 1,700 tilapia. Planting wow. fruit trees and oh, chickens wow. and pigs. Her yes. mom's got a lot of pigs and they're adorable, actually. Um, <laughs> I wish we could do pillow talk from our house one time and just have the pig come running in, the buffalo walking behind. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like uh, I want them to, uh, I, I try to set them up, you know, so they be able to make their own money. That's awesome. That's that's beautiful. David, I want to um, yes. also circle back really quick, kind of to the diary. 
since you have traveled so much and you're very familiar with cultures, were you aware uh, when once you decided to marry Annie that there would be an expectation of a dowry, or was that like kind of? Yeah, no, I was very okay. well aware of the dowry. I wasn't as knowledgeable for the reasons and mm -hmm. of how much. I know there's kind of like an algorithm. Okay. And I say that because I want to create a website like how much should my dowry be dot com. The age of the groom, the education, the groom, the age of the bride. Does yes, she have the children? Education of the bride, uh what the family background. Mm -hmm. It's uh -huh. everything is based on who you are. Who yes. are you? So, so I mean it's still even not a caste system, mm -hmm. but there is still some of this, you know, levels that you could pinpoint. Like if she already had children, had she been married? then they would have started going down. Then you start adding in my factors, divorce, three kids, six gotcha. grandkids, <laughs> five at a time. Um, you know, so all of a sudden the dowry was going up. And if I had any more things, you know, can't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> I would say $2,000 if I didn't have that vasectomy. Oh my been, goodness, that's too I mean, funny. There really is like different factors that go into it. Ultimately, you're really giving a dowry to show respect because the parents take that money and they throw a party for you. Right. So yeah. that's kind of what the that is. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, the, the, and it's it's respecting the fact that her parents raised her, her family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two to uh, two to raising the one good good kid is very hard. You have to pay a lot of attention, pay a time, give your much love, teaching them. You know, it's it's kind of like give them back something they spend all their life to yeah. raising. So yeah. give them something to make them feel good. Like I appreciate that. Definitely. Well, you can yeah. it does take a village to raise a child in their there village. Goes. You know, yeah. it's and that's probably some of the problems that we have in America is we don't do that as we do anymore. And in these small villages, especially, and I could speak in Asia because I'm familiar with it, but like there's a cousin next door, an aunt, there's friends. So if they're in trouble, there, somebody's going to go call her parents. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not that they get into trouble, but like if you were disrespectful at school, they still get spanked at school there. Yeah. And then they tell the parents and they come home and they deal with it. Yeah. They make them go in and apologize. Yeah. Even, uh Last night I just checked uh, about my baby brother. He's 13 years old, kind of teenager, and my uh, cousin, she's 15 years old. Usually she also keep her eye on him. She right. tell me what he do, uh, he, he just, uh, what he need in the school, and you know, that's how we help each other. Like, I help raise me, keep your eye on your cousin, right. keep your eye on your brother. Like, uh, you have to guide them to be in the good way. And then when her I parents were support younger, a good ass whooping. Love a good yeah, ass whooping. When her parents were younger, they would go with their her mom and her sister and their husband would go work in Phuket in construction. So mm -hmm. grandmother and grandfather would raise the cousins. And Annie being older, she'd have to cook and take care of the younger ones. I was so gonna say like everybody's involved. Yeah, I was gonna say I can kind of relate in, in a very small form because my family they originally came from Cuba, um, and we were all very close that way. I mean, I was born here, but like my grandparents had a major role in raising me along with my aunts, cousins. Absolutely. So I kind yeah. of understand that um, with the culture difference. Where for us, like you said, my cousins were like sisters, best friends because we were always so close. We lived two seconds away from each other. If we weren't there, we were at the other ones. So I totally, totally get that. And it definitely makes a difference. But especially in the rural villages where they didn't have road systems and mm -hmm. connectivity. And even to this day, I mean, her mom has good Wi-Fi because of us. Everybody has a phone where 20 years ago, Annie was born in a house. <laughs>
That's you know, that was my mom, my aunts, uncles, same in Cuba, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. So were my grandmothers in 1914, well, one grandmother was born in a house in West Virginia, but my other one in New Jersey was born in a hospital in 1960, which was unheard of at that time. Right. I mean, she was born in a house and her younger brother was born in a house seven years later. It was the last one that was born in a hospital. Right. And that was in 1999. So remember in rural areas when you don't have the connectivity of rail and road and they rely on each other more yep. because that's all you have. But you know what? I was so proud. I was so proud where I'm coming from. I was so happy. I'm so happy. Even though today I can stand on my uh, at my own feet mm -hmm. and give back to my family, I don't care what they need on social media. Say to me, you are poor from the third world country. You know, I just give them a big smile. I am a happy person and I'm really proud. Yeah, and I'm sure that I'm sure that had to shape who you are today. So absolutely, yeah, you not, stay proud, girl. They don't shame. They have come from. I'm really happy. You yep. is a, all the hate. I just say you should shame with yourself. If you're a really happy person, you're not gonna do a fake account and try to throw shit on the people. I love that. I love that. I, I also I loved the part because that was actually going to roll into our next question: is how do you deal with the publicity and then the social media haters sure. and people saying horrible things on the internet but you had actually said on the tell all episode i love it when they call me a gold digger yeah so so <laughs> yeah why not the gold digger usually i'm not a gold digger i'm a diamond digger i love it oh yes <laughs> yeah. how do you deal with all the hate because as much as you are like i said my family you guys are their number one oh, um yeah. and i know you have so much stuff how do you deal with I'm sure a good percentage of hate because that's the world we live in. It, it is the world we live in. You know, look, you, you need haters because that's just part of I life. I tell Terry that all the time. <laughs> you know, and it's true. And the, the thing is, if you weren't hated, then you haven't accomplished or done anything. Yes. And that's the thing is, yes, we wish everybody would love us. And, and you know, at the same time, you cannot make everybody happy. No, no. You can't. Yeah. You never will. So, most of the haters really they hate themselves first that's the problem yeah that's very that. well said so it is sad. i feel sorry for a lot of them because yes. they ha you look at their profile and it's a picture of a starburst or it's a picture of a dog <laughs> probably not even their own dog they're yeah. like, somebody dog picture and put in your profile they have ten thousand followers but that's them following everybody else and only one following them and that's their other account yeah you know yeah. it's kind of like yeah. you know you and you know, I have a lot of mentoring people. Yeah, sure. And yeah, and also when they comment on your post, even they say horrible things, we don't know what they're going through in their life. Mm -hmm. We don't know what they mood in that second, why they mm -hmm. come up with the stuff or horrible thing. We don't know their mentoring from them or not. So yeah, most time we don't we don't respond back. Every once in a while I'll give a response back to clarify somebody especially if they look like they have a real profile. I mean, right. on Facebook, because Instagram is a little bit easier. You just block real quick. And, yeah. you know, there's more talk groups on Facebook than there is on Instagram. Instagram is more right to the point. You yeah. can comment. You can't share another meme on top of a meme on top of a meme. Right. Some of them are funny. I mean, it's even the ones that pick on us when they talk about my hair being like a chia pet. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, <laughs> I, love it. I mean, it just, it's par for the course and we expect it. And you move on. I'd rather spend my energy focusing on the positivity where we can share our life. And if we can have a positive impact on someone else, in what, even if it's just one person, yep. then that would save a life. 
Yeah, but you 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 have done you have done a, a, a couple of people. Yeah, I mean, there's some people who send me pictures of their hair transplant or. You no, know, and also the guy who. Uh, Oh, yeah. You know, part of sharing my journey is I restarted my life at 45 when I went to Thailand. Mm -hmm. Yes, I had degrees. I had gone through the divorce, the stroke, the economic of 08. I don't have to tell you, you know, mm -hmm. from 08 to 10. Yeah. And I, a lot of guys my age chose to take their own life. Yeah. And old girls, not just guys. I just say that in general. Terms. Yeah. And I restarted my life in Asia. And I've had people reach out to me who I've helped start their lives over there, get certified to teach and get set up with a school because I still have a lot of contacts where they're teaching overseas. And I've had people reach out to me from all across the world saying, how did you change your life? Can you help me? I can guide you, but you have to want to change from within. And by changing some of their lives, they could have an impact on someone else. Yeah. And that to me is the greatest gift that being on TV has been able to share and, and help, help other people. people and help people. It's given you a, a great platform to be able to reach out to people that you probably never would have been able to. And That's it, awesome. it is a way of giving back. Yeah. It really is. Especially this year. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a tough year for everyone. Tough year. Mentally, physically, emotionally. We are all in this together. This virus doesn't know uh, boundaries. It doesn't understand walls and immigration. It doesn't need a passport or a visa. No sense. And this is what should unite us, and it will in the end. Because in so. the end, we're all in this together. And we will defeat it by being in it together. Yeah, we all know it. Yes. I did see your season, like, as you two, that I, I feel that you're very genuine. And I was telling Vanessa, like, you're the only couple that actually did make me cry on the show. Because Aww. when, yes, because when you guys got in your argument and then you went to their, your friend's house, and you're like, sometimes I just stay quiet because I don't know how to communicate that I'm angry with you. And like that, like broke my heart. Like I, I thought yeah, that was because the the uh, you know the uh, the the uh, language is very very sure. to me. It's not my uh, second language, but it's my first, my fourth language. So yeah. it's very hard at first because I don't know how to explain my emotional. So yeah. you know, a, a lot of times that's why I keep it quiet. You know, even I I say in Thai. What I'm angry, he's not gonna understand it. Or right. even I try to say in English, it's not gonna make sense. Right, it's not yeah, gonna it come out the same. Emotions. Yeah. And yeah. Part of, the biggest fight we probably had since being out here was she said, Can you take me to Goodview? So I drive, if you know the <laughs> area, Scottsdale, Phoenix. There's a beautiful mountain, Papago Park, beautiful view of Phoenix and Scottsdale. Take her, you know, she goes, No, Goodview is shopping. So what well, did she mean? Nice shopping mall overlooks the mountains. <laughs> and she's like, no, I want good view by the house. <laughs> Son of a bitch, what did you do? <laughs> put on your GPS. She puts on GPS, 100 feet, turn left, pull in. She wanted to go to Goodwill. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, was I, I said, there's a difference between good view and Goodwill. You know, yeah, you go I think so. You're iconic. I'm very, I was very angry. I'm like, why you don't understand? Good view. <laughs> That's so cute. The sun was getting shining. I'm like, we're gonna miss the sunset. I don't care about the sunset. Then why do you want a good view? I'm dying. <laughs> Annie, since coming here, what's like one of the? I would, I just wouldn't even know what to begin with. Like, what's the toughest part about coming to a new country like America, where? you know, we're so fast paced here and I'm, you know, just watching your season, it's 
I looks like a totally different way of, you know, just living culture, everything. I mean, food, everything. What's been yeah. like the toughest thing, or you can name multiple things. I mean, it's just very tough. And the first tough thing is kind of like, I don't like to eat the uh, fast food. Okay. And uh, real food here yeah, is kind of expensive. Yeah. And uh, it's very hard to. <laughs> well, I mean, it, and the culture, the yeah, I think the culture here is families aren't as together. You're all spread out across the country. Yeah. We're very. I don't. I think I had a rough time adapting to coming back to America after being gone for a few years because it wasn't the America I left. Right. You know. So when I left in thirteen, it was very different. When I came back, almost eighteen. So it was um different view of things right. where and i think yes language is tough here because we don't have multilingual signs no nope. the metric system is not used and the food i mean let's put it this way you look at our chickens in thailand the chickens look like chickens over here our chickens all Huge. look like they have a cpap machine at home <laughs> they can't breathe like, you yeah. know it be our cows you know, look like me walking around, uh, uh, you know, it's like a horror movie yeah. where the cows in Thailand are running around and, you know. Yeah. Like putting eggs in the refrigerator. Why do you put your eggs in the refrigerator? <laughs> so funny. I, my husband, uh, his family is from St. Martin and we okay. went to visit and they live like on the countryside. So yeah. His uncles and there's like they have a bunch of chickens and all the eggs were on. I'm like, honey, don't they need to put them in the fridge? He's like, no, that's not what they do here. So yeah, I no. told you that because I was culture shocked the other way where I'm like, are they going to be any good? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went through that in China when I lived there because, you know, you I go to the grocery store. They did have a Walmart and they had fresh go and they have to put signs up there in English as well saying clean fresh food because they're known for plastic food. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's the biggest challenge for anybody coming to America is understanding our food sources because to keep costs down, we have factory made food. Yep. And I think it is definitely taking a toll. They don't have cancer centers every 15 miles in Thailand. You don't see advertisements for uh, diabetic medication. Are you having yeah. neuropathy? And you have, you know, it is very different that our life, you know. Um, is a new thing. Yeah, like she doesn't understand bipolar. Like, why would you? What's bipolar? You know, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, explaining. And a lot of it, I think, is food based. Yeah. 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 I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because we, a lot of bipolar is it's an easy diagnosis because we don't have the small, our families are smaller than they are in Thailand. Mm -hmm. Especially like her mom and dad, they have 10 brothers, sisters, or seven. So when you don't have that, you kind of grow up isolated. It's very hard if you're one child or two children to have that communication you don't have a lot of, a lot of cousins right so the, the personal skills and i think that's more socially than it is chemically yeah um and we're so easy to diagnose because you go into the doctor's office if you don't walk out with a prescription you feel like the doctor failed you very yeah. true very true and i and i think you're so honest something i say it all the time to everybody there is nothing that anybody will say that will convince me that the hormones and the foods that we eat do not play an effect on the autism that children go through the absolutely the amount of women who have infertility infertility issues nowadays like you said the cancer the diabetes the heart problems obviously i know it's not maybe all of it and i'm not a doctor but you will never convince me that 
all of a sudden we have this influx of all these things and these hormones don't play some sort of a part. It just mm-hmm. like you said, you know, they don't have I, that over there. Every sure. I'm not basing on anything scientific that I've studied Same. or I'm doing it just based on my own experiences of seeing the world and yep. living overseas. And, you know, part of what we've been doing now is buying organic chicken, organic pork and, and seeing if it has a little bit of an impact or something because I don't know, maybe it's just life in America is stressful. You guys have an Aldi by you guys? I'm sorry? You guys have Aldi's by you? Not here, we don't. I was gonna Um, say, because they have a lot of um, organic stuff. I like shopping there because they have a lot of organic stuff for a lot less, so I was just gonna suggest that. Yeah, I mean, we go to, or out here we have Sprouts, we have Whole Foods, Fries, Albertsons, uh, Bashirs. We use them all, we go to the Asian market a lot because they don't use the meats like that. They're like, they have a fish section where you can grab a live fish or crab. You know, and you know where you're because we try to buy more not farm raised, but more of the wild and so right. Let's not to digress on that. There's nothing to do with our relationship, but <laughs> it's okay. It's good conversation. We love good conversation. Annie, what's your favorite thing to cook, David? Say again. What's uh Annie? What's your favorite thing to cook for David? For in Thai, like Thai type food. Oh, in Thai, he like a spicy. He's like a. A jungle curry, he oh, like oh, yeah, red curry, oh, he yeah, he like uh oh, everything, but he just don't eat the fish. No, no, I eat fish, but not the fishy fish. Like she has the fishy fish, why you call it the fish? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like she has this fish thing that's called pala. Yes, that's a lot. It's a fermented that's fish that's been like fermented for like, a year of it. Yeah, you have to stock them, keep them for uh, at least one year to get a good, 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 good one. So picture taking a fish, putting salt and other preserves, putting it in a jar and letting it sit for a year and then putting it on your papaya salad. That to her is a delicacy. That's what she loved. She grew mm-hmm. up with it. Me, I have to go in the other room because it's not. Not your cup of tea. Nah. I hear that, but that's where the cultures come in. So that's okay. I eat tea, but it's different. Yeah. It's not been sitting for a year in the heat. Ooh, she is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terry, so, we're kind of close. So what, what are the last few that we want to get before we have to let them go? So something that I really want to know is where are you guys standing right now with Chris and Nikki? Well, they are live still- in Kentucky. Yeah, I'm still friends. I haven't really, I mean, I've talked to them, but, you know, they have their journey. We have ours. We wish them best. We thank them for everything, but because we live out here, we don't really see them. And you yeah. know, he's on a different journey in his life and we are in ours. So that's just- yeah, still live our life. Life. Can help. Exactly. That's good. They, I like that. they seem like a very good support system for you guys throughout the show. Like I, I, I mean, I did think that they were very good friends, ups and downs, regardless. They, they seem yeah, like they were- Like that's all friendships. Yeah. It's always a two way street. All friendships. All relationships. When, whether you see it or not, there's always two way street and that's life and that's, any relationship. When it becomes a one-way street, you just, you, you change directions. Totally. So what What about your children? They're awesome. You know, Ashley came out with my granddaughter in February. Um, oh, good. Ben actually babysat one night, my granddaughter. So, you know, Ben and Akini. So Ashley, Annie, and I went to Old Town and had a good time. And we were just there and got to see both my daughters and the grandkids. My son is oh, in good. Texas living now. He's 21. Uh, he's How's doing, he doing? well. He's Good. doing well. Getting ready to start college and um, doing a lot better than he was a couple of years ago. 
Good, good. I'm happy to hear that for you guys. Um, so just to wrap things up, Annie, we have hopefully keep my fingers crossed for a cooking book sometime in the near future. Yes. Uh, David is going to create a website for the dowry algorithm for the future. <laughs> I and you guys are doing pillow talk right now, which I love as well. Do you guys oh, like we doing love pillow talk? talk. We yeah, love it. So much fun. Is it? That's awesome. Who's your yeah. favorite couple? Well, it's because, you know, living overseas and going through a lot, you can feel for them, you cry with them, you, you know, and it's, you know, the journey, you know, the pain, especially sharing it publicly. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you just want to strangle someone through a TV, like, why do you do that? And it's, um, we love watching Pillow Talk because it's, we feel very connected to it. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys continue to do Pillow Talk. Anything else exciting coming up that you guys want to talk about or share with the fans? Um, you know, we have our cooking company, Cooking with DNA. Stay tuned. We don't know what's next. Um, that's about it right now. Yeah. All right, guys. Terry, anything else before we let them go? One other thing. From your season, who was your favorite couple? Well, me. We, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, in our original 90s, you know, obviously we love Molly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Andre and Elizabeth. Yeah. And, you know, and for, you know, with happily Russ and Powell, Molly, you know, and Andre and Elizabeth, well, they weren't on our uh, happily, but, you know, so it was, you know, we stayed close with them over the years. Um, ben, we're close with Ben, you know, Ben and Akini. Stacey, Darcy. Yeah, of course, Stacey and Darcy. How can you not know them? Um, <laughs> you know, there's so many that, you know, we do stay in contact with. And Ben locally because he's only forty minutes away. Like yeah, it's a big family. Yeah, it is a big family, and you share your your stories and your life and how they're going through, and, and just you know watching the family grow with the ones having babies and yeah, um, yeah. You know, Ninety Day Fiance is not just an amazing show; it really is Americana in modern times because you think about it. Everybody loves cooking. Everybody loves travel. Everybody mm -hmm. loves relationships. And that's when you look at B90, they're going overseas yeah. or the other way. So you get to see that like through the eyes of like, like Bourdain or Zimmer would do it. And then you add relationships into that. Mm -hmm. And then you factor the legal process of visa. And it's families amazing. and yeah. Families. I mean, it's yeah. whether you've gone through a, a K-1 visa or you came over from great grandparents, mm -hmm. everybody here has a journey. Yep. Because whether by choice or not, um, there is a journey and it's, um, well, I think most people can relate to 90 Day Fiance and wanting to experience the American dream, especially for somebody from overseas and not knowing what it is. Right. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Well, we love you guys. Um, we we you wish guys you guys well. the best of luck. We're going to keep watching you, you guys. So um, keep being you guys. Keep being in love and being who you guys are. Don't change for anybody. Um, hopefully, we can have you guys on in the future if you get that cookbook out or whatever. <laughs> well, we appreciate uh, you yeah. having us, including when us. When is part two? We're ready for part two. <laughs> <laughs> We are so ready, guys. But again, thank you so much for being here. Um, we're going to go ahead and let you guys go. Sure. Thank you so much for everything, having us. We appreciate your time, guys. And have a wonderful remainder of the week. You too. Stay safe, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye.